Greatness shows up after you're tired. We'll say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired. And breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, at that place I didn't want to go on. And I realize that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You got to keep pushing because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point. You got to stop and you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Well, welcome everyone to Furthermore TV. I'm Dr. Mark, and that is my more beautiful, more intelligent, gorgeous half. No, she's not my half. She's my whole. That's Dr. Michelle. Yes, I am Dr. Michelle, and we are so excited that you are here with us on our new show, Furthermore, where we are going to bring you bountiful hope. We're going to deep dive into truth about health and show you ways to live right side up in this upside down world. And isn't the world upside down right now? We need to learn how to not only live right side up, we need to learn how to stay right side up, not temporarily, but permanently. As you remember, there's three big old life prisons that will suck the life out of you and take your freedom away. We've talked about these before and we'll keep it going, but we know there's such a thing as big institutionalized church that sort of can be defeated by this thing called hope. And we know there's big medicine that certainly can be defeated by true, real health, which is what we're gonna give you. And then there's big government. I could go on and on about that. The pains of big government, how it's absolutely putting people in a position of bondage and dependency, but true freedom, true liberty is a winner over big government every time. When we talk about exercise, we get asked this question a lot. Can you exercise away a bad diet? Well, you really can't, can you? Well, no, you can't out-pill away, out-pray away, out-exercise, out-supplement the way the consequences of a poor nutritional lifestyle. So when we got this thing called exercise going on, there's people walking on treadmills, there's trying to work away and burn away more calories. I hear that all the time. I'm gonna lose some fat right now, then I'll build muscle later. And then this thing called anaerobic threshold. What in the world is that? How much does my heart rate need to go? Does exercise keep you out of the doctor's office? My goodness, there's all kinds of questions that we have regarding exercise. Did you know you can actually chronically exercise, which is not unusual most people really don't understand the proper positioning of exercise in our life. The big question is, can you exercise away fat? What's your take on that, sweetheart? Well, many studies do say that exercise does help burn that little belly fat, help burn that visceral fat. However, it does have to be conjoined with what we call fork curls. What's at the end of your fork? 
there is a big idea of this concept of whether you're going to try to exercise away fat and exercise on muscle. Now, let's put it in context like this. Exercise is good, but it should not be used to control weight. Exercise should be used to build cardiovascular endurance and build muscle strength because the more muscle you have on your frame, the more potential fat you can lose. Now, many times when we hear people do this, sweetheart, we hear people say, well, I'm going to exercise to try to burn off some extra calories that I did during Thanksgiving for whatever reason. I mean, you get that idea. I most certainly do get that idea, but physiology doesn't necessarily work that way. If you start to exercise and over-exercise, you won't just burn fat, you're actually going to go for muscle first. So we have to play chess with your chemistry, if you will. You have to trick your body into thinking it's a good idea to get rid of that little spread around the middle. And that takes, again, modulating what's at the end of your fork. So again, we modulate hormone levels, hormones like the hormone insulin, which if it's too high, it's gonna store fat all the time. Okay, so we're gonna give you some quick guidelines on exercise right now that you'll always remember. So get your pen out and prepare to take a few notes right now. Number one, there's such a thing is called aerobic exercise. That means with oxygen. I know I'm being basic here, but some people may not know this. Anaerobic exercise is without oxygen. We recommend three days or more a week of strength training, resistance training. That's with weights, right? Not running to exercise your legs. We're talking about resistance training with your upper body front, your upper body rear, and maybe your lower body. It's a good way to break it down to three different sections, if you will. Remember, we have major muscles and we have minor muscles. So we need to understand that there's more to the story than just doing an exercise. So we've talked about three days a week of weight training. Then we want 150 minutes or more weekly of cardiovascular targeted training. That can be things like walking, elliptical, swimming, bike, etc. right? Yes, that's right. Anything that's going to increase that oxygen carrying capacity. Now, there is a number that we talk about a lot. It's called the anaerobic threshold. And here's a formula that you can remember. 180 minus your age. In your case, that'd be minus 29. Minus 29. There you go, of course, right? For so the 29th it's 180 time. minus your age equals your anaerobic threshold. So what is that? Let's say you're 60 years of age. 180 minus 60 is 120. Anything above that would mean the heart's working harder and it's gonna lose oxygen faster. So that would be anaerobic. Anything below that would mean the heart's working slower using the oxygen capacity carrying ability, and that would be aerobic. So when we talk about an anaerobic threshold, we're talking about the barrier at which, heart rate wise, we transfer it from an aerobic into anaerobic and back and forth. Now, during our 150 minutes per week, I like to say about 80% of that needs to be in the aerobic side 
and probably 20% of that in the anaerobic side. Would you agree with that? That's right, because if you have that good balance, you're working the heart, plus you're also working the muscles, and the muscles is what helps keep the bones strong. Yeah, and it's really important that you have to exercise. But we have a saying goes that goes like this. You can't pray away, pill away, supplement away, hormone away, medicate away, or exercise away a bad diet. You still have to eat right, folks. And that's super important to understand. You can't exercise away fat, but you can exercise if you put your body in a great place to reduce fat. Exercise is beneficial, and it's equally beneficial to stay right with us. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I was trying to buy Laura Trump a gift for her birthday. Uh -huh. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to use some inside connections I have. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call Sherwood, and I'm going to order some Kingdom Fuel. Well, in my hand, I have Kingdom Fuel. Not, not because... You know, we uh, simply invented this thing. It's because it actually does supply a need, Clay. It's organic um, pea protein, which is the least allergenic potential of all of them out there. Uh, it has a complete fiber complex, soluble and insoluble, complete vitamins and minerals, wow. and complete greens and reds. So it truly is a whole meal for just under $5 per serving. Well, that's like a marriage made in hell, isn't it? You know, like I look at the Food and Drug Administration and think, what do they have in common? You know, Hippocrates, did he say, let drugs be thy medicine? Or what did he say? He said, let food be thy medicine oh. and let medicine be thy food. Oh, my God. So therefore, the most important medical decision that you make every single day is at the end of your fork. We call it fork curls. Oh, my, my word. Mind. Every time I see that, it cracks me up. But it's so true. It is. It's true. And remember that Hippocrates was a pretty smart guy. His wisdom certainly has outlived him. And apparently Americans have, at least the powers that be, have lost their ability to maintain wisdom. Uh, speaking of lost their ability to maintain wisdom, I think it's a foregone conclusion that everybody listening right now is fully aware that the Fed keeps increasing the interest rates. The question becomes is, what does that mean to us? What does that mean to the economy? And what do we do about it? So recently, I sat down with a wonderful friend of our program, a wonderful financial advisor for Dr. Michelle and I, Kirk Elliott, and I asked him that very question. Here's what he had to say. So, man, Kirk, welcome back. You you always do such an amazing job educating us. So catch us up on what's the newest thing that we need to know right now. Well, so the the financial numbers just, just came out on, let's see, Thursday morning. So, and it's the inflation numbers, it's some jobless numbers, it's it's a lot of different things. And and good goodness, Mark, it, it doesn't look good, right? So, so inflation, when it, it went up another 0.4 of a percent in September alone. So we haven't seen this kind of inflation since 1982. It was a long, long time ago, right? And, uh, but what we're seeing is food 
so so when that when that inflation went up, we're sitting at like eight point three percent or something like that. That's the official inflation. Unofficially, though, since since Clinton in 1996 changed the way that inflation was measured, in reality, you use the same numbers as 1983, the same metrics with his adjustments in 1996. It puts us at around 24.8% inflation. Okay. This is this is a big deal because most Americans are living at the margin. They can't afford to live one to two missed paychecks away from having to file for bankruptcy. But if that weren't enough, food prices same month went up 11.2%. So now food inflation is at 11.2. Energy prices are, are going up. Shelter costs are going up. But what's not going up? Wages. Wages are down 0.1% for the month. So that's off 3% in a year. So here's the thing. We've got under, under Biden's economic plan for America, right? We've got rising prices. We've got rising interest rates to slow down those price increases, which, which when we're shackled with debt, Right. You know, and you, you look through some of the old ancient proverbs and things like that. It says a borrower is a slave to the lender. And we are. We absolutely are. And when America's in debt up to its eyeballs, um, we, we've got we've got serious problems because when you start to raise rates to slow down the inflation that they're creating. It, it's going to put even more of a damper on the economy. People are going to spend less and spend way less, which is going to impact the stock market negative. Mm. So how bad do we think that's going to get, right? Well, let's leave it up to even bigger experts than me in, in that field. So the International Monetary Fund, mm. the IMF, said uh, they're expecting the, the S&P 500. This just came out two days ago. S&P 500 Dow to come down another 20%. We're already down 25%. So that's a 45% decrease in the stock market indexes. That's almost half, right? They're expecting stock market to come down half in a 12-month period. Wasn't the same. You know, they're, they're, they're not the only people saying that, right? Uh, Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, came up with the exact number. Ray Dalio former hedge fund, multi, multi, multi-billionaire, one of the largest hedge funds in the world, said the same thing. He said, once interest rates get to four and a half percent, and see, they're almost there. The next rate hike, we will be there. He's expecting a 20% decline in stock. So everyone's coming up with this 20% number. That puts us at a 50% reduction in the stock prices. So as inflation is persisting, as rates are going up, what we always have to do is try to think, okay, God, give us wisdom, give us discernment, give us understanding to navigate through this crisis, right? And he will, because he loves us, right? So, so here's where, where I, I look at that and I think, okay, what can we do? So the exact fundamentals that cause stocks, bonds, mutual funds to come down are unsustainable debt, inflationary pressures, rising interest rates, political chaos, all these taxes going through the roof, that all causes gold and silver to go up. So here's where we can have a smile on our face, even though, Mark, our freedoms are eroding because there are things that, that we can do to protect and preserve. I would encourage everybody 
who has eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to listen, right? It's like, allocate into silver right now. I will shout it from the rooftops. Safest investment in the world right now because of the supply chain disruptions, low inventory, high demand, inflationary pressures. That's how you can protect and preserve your assets in this world that we're living in. And I would encourage you, just give our office a call and we'll help walk you through that. Map out a strategy for success moving forward. KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Sherwood, I believe. And we've got that link. Now, Kirk, I want to thank you because you've helped me a lot. We just yesterday, the time of this um, uh, interview, I just got my latest shipment of silver in and I've already placed another one. So we're, we're on it as well. I feel good about it right now because I've got guys like you in my court and in our court as wise counsel. So thank you for what you do, sir. I look forward to seeing you next time. Sounds good. Bye for now. It has been said that knowledge is the greatest of all things. And though it is important and highly available through multiple sources, there is indeed something of much, much greater value. It has also been affirmed that people do perish for lack of knowledge. However, the most valuable of all things is wisdom, which is the correct use of knowledge. So what then is the opposite or the incorrect use of knowledge? Now that, my friends, is foolishness. So here we have the great choice, wisdom or foolishness. Choosing knowledge is not enough. We must choose to understand the correct application of knowledge, which is impossible without wisdom. In order to find wisdom, we must first understand the greatest source of knowledge, which is a reverent and holy fear of God. So knowledge begins with the fear of God and wisdom comes from God. So seek wisdom with all your heart, for it holds the greatest of all value. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Wow, what a powerful scripture. You know, the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth will always navigate us towards our true north. This particular scripture, three big words, humble, seek, pray. What does this mean to us? Man, when I read that scripture, and I read it hundreds of times probably in my life, I'm, I'm focused on humble, seeking, praying. But I'm even probably more focused sometimes on the first three words, if my people. You know, if is kind of this crazy word that has the tendency to go one with the other. So hear my heart, folks, with this. The big if is if my people will do something. What if we don't? If we don't, the opposite will occur. So the key things here is if my people who are called by my name, again, will humble, humble. themselves, seek my face and pray, then God's gonna hear us and he's gonna forgive our sins, right? And then he's gonna heal our land. We'll come up with what that means in a moment. But sweetheart, the big if is if people will just do that. That's the big question. And that's what 
us as human beings, that is the choice. You know, life is a series of calculation of probabilities. When you go up to a street, you look to your left and your right, and you decide to cross that street. Or you're driving a car, you decide to turn left and you have to turn across the oncoming traffic. So it's an if I go, then I believe. So this is a definitive promise. I would like to know ahead of time, if I go now, this will happen. Wouldn't that be nice? So we have that thing. When you look at that scripture one more time, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, that's a definitive, and pray, definitive, and seek my face, another definitive, and turn from the wicked ways, another definitive statement, then. So this is an if then. If I do these things, then I will hear from heaven. Who are we talking about there? Who's hearing us from heaven? Our good Lord, Father in heaven. So God's going to hear us. How many of you want God to hear you, first of all? My hands go up. Mine do. So if he hears us, he will heal our land. Now, a lot of people have a complete misapplication of that scripture. When I think about the word land, it's not like the farmland. The, back the garden? Um, is it my um, business? No. Not really. It's not acreage that you own in another state. Nope. You kind of call have a name for this thing we call the temple. What do you call it? I call it the skin bag or dirt skin suit. Bag. It's a dirt suit. Dirt suit. What is our body made out of, folks? D-I-R-T. Yeah, D-I-R-T. The dirt. We are made from dirt. So when God says, I will hear from heaven and heal their land, whose land is he talking about and who are they? Back to the first, my people. Look, here's the thing. God has created people in his own image. And when it's really internalized like that, you look at that like God has a plan for our lives. If he created you in his image and you are part of his people, what does that make you part of his people? Well, if you believe who he is, you believe that God sent Jesus to this earth to die for you personally, and you believe he rose again, and you believe he needed to pay the price for your sins. Just by believing that, that makes you one of God's people because you believe who he is. So you have been adopted into his family. So as God's people... We know that if we will humble ourselves, seek his face, pray, and turn from our wicked ways, he will hear us and he will heal our land. What does that mean to us? Folks, people today are sick. They're hurting, they're wounded. This thing right here, this temple, this dirt suit, this skin bag that we have, it's the place where God lives. That's what he's talking about healing. He's talking about turning this skin bag into a healing machine, meaning that we don't need to be distracted by death, disease, and sickness anymore. Because no matter what happens to us, we are healed. Does that mean on the earth only? No, it means in heaven as well. So we Eternal. have this concept that we are healed for eternity. 
meaning I don't have to worry about what happens to me in this earth. I'm just passing through. I said it before, I'll say it again. As we pass through this earth, when we finish our job, we're gonna go right back to where we came from. We're gonna change addresses. That's it. I just don't want that to be painful. <laughs> Nobody likes the process. The bottom line is we can walk around healed. That's why Dr. Michelle and I have not worried about you know, dying from COVID or Schmovid or whatever other thing may come up. We just simply have no concern of that because as we walk around, we're not going to be too prideful to not seek God's face, not humble ourselves, not pray, not repent of our wickedness, our wicked ways, our sin, our errors, our wicked deeds. We know God's going to hear us. He's going to heal our land. Does this apply to anybody that sees God's place, God's face? Absolutely. 100%. This is That's a you. powerful, powerful way to think about how you can find healing in the world. It's not found through medicine. It's not found through healers. It's found through God and God alone. So we want you to understand that there's a way to get that done. Just seek the face of God. We're excited that you would tune in to Furthermore and stay with us like this. And next time on Furthermore, we're going to talk about something really cool. We'll examine the fastest growing communicable disease. Can you guess what it is? We can't wait to see you next time. I'm Dr. Michelle. I'm Dr. Mark. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time on, on Furthermore. Furthermore. We're out. See you soon. And I suffered a tragedy, both physically and emotionally, that took me down. While I was in training for the Olympics, my mother lost her job. And I wanted to go to the Olympics so bad that I stayed behind as they moved back north so that I could pursue my career in martial arts. And I literally lived in my car homeless for 365 days before I could afford a roof over my own head. Wow. Just wow. Sweetheart get choked up that's your story well it can choke one up or you can choose to go a little further this is not just another protein powder this is kingdom fuel and it's so much more mmm the complete nutritional shake mix with our unique balance of clean protein, vitamins, minerals, and more. So, fuel your life, your health, and enjoy peace of mind at Sherwood.tv forward slash fuel. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.